0: Everyone, Welcome to Adoption Adventures. Um, hope you're all doing well. I'm quite excited about to, today's episode. I'm going to be sharing some things that have happened for me uh, recently that have got me quite buzzing um, and it's sort of a new chapter of, of our adoption journey or sort of my journey within adoption actually. Um, So I'm going to be sharing this with you, and then at the end of this episode, or during, afterwards, who knows, um, I'm actually going to be looking for your help. I'm going to be asking for your support um, and your involvement. Um, So get yourself ready for that, basically. Um, So... Recently I was contacted by our local agency um, they let us know that Adoption UK which is the largest um, charity to support adoption in the UK were looking to bring on um, champions and chair people for an initiative called Adopters Voice or Adopter Voice. Um, what this is it's many different regions set up across the UK and these groups are formed of adopters who get together and talk about issues that are facing the world of adoption, um, both sort of pre-placement, post-placement. Um, and they talk about what's going on in the world of adoption and what needs to change, what issues are being faced, all things like this. And they then look to take sort of they report write reports on these things, which then gets presented at government level. Um which is really really exciting because they've helped to support in making change and bring about different things that have supported adopters um, and adoptees alike, which i found to be really really exciting so when my agency got in touch and they said look um for your area they are looking to set it up and they're looking for um, both chair people and champions is this something you'd be interested in naturally (laughs) i jumped at the opportunity um and put my name forward and said hey do you know what i'd love to to do this i would like to put my name forward for chairperson but if i get the role of champion that's equally as exciting um, so submitted to my details um and then was invited to have an interview the the interview um for many ways could not have gone worse um so it was being hosted over Teams and I'm used to Zoom. So I was trying to get a crash course in downloading it and getting that to work. And then I couldn't get on the call and I was late. And I then had a phone call from the um, lady that was interviewing me. And I was like, right, okay, these are the technical difficulties that I'm facing. And we tried to sort of get through this. Like, oh, that's not working, This, let's try this, let's try that. Um, we then said I said, Look, actually, look, I've got a Zoom account, why don't we do that? And she was like, Yeah, let's let's go with it. Let's let's jump on that. So we jumped on uh Zoom and I had to deliver a presentation. I was about halfway through my presentation when the entire session cut out and I was kicked out of my own Zoom account because My dad had logged in under my account and had seen that something was happening but didn't realise that that was actually a meeting so just clicked overwrite. So I then, rather stressfully, (laughs) phoned, phoned father and said, very politely and very, very calmly, as you can imagine, would you mind terribly getting off of this uh, call so as I can relaunch my own? Um, then get a phone call and I'm chatting, chatting through with the ladies interview me and say, look, you know, this is what's happening. Give me a moment. We finally got back on the call. Um, Dad was in the background desperately trying to help get everything sorted finally got back on track and we're halfway through and my internet drops out to sign on through my phone it was really horrific um i was not <laughs> i was not in a good place at all um the lady that was interviewing me was sort of she was brilliant actually she was she was really good at sort of talking to me and saying hey look you know it's tech stuff it's fine don't don't stress it." Um, which is all well and good but in the moment that's not not as great um but i got to talk through some of my experiences um and some of the things that we had gone through and shared with her what i hoped to bring to the role um when the interview was over you know i I spoke with dad and i said hey you know like i i think that what i said was good and i think how sort of how i presented was fine but actually i think the tech issues may have (laughs) may have just sort of made that go a little bit wrong i said but you know what she asked me if i'd be a champion and i'd I'd be really really honored to i said so if nothing else i'm going to become a champion for adoption uk which i was really excited about I then had a phone call um, probably about a week later, to let me know that I was actually successful uh, and that they invited me to become the chairperson of our region um, adopt voice, adopter's voice, which I was really really excited about now. I'm going to, as, as I share each of my episodes, I, from time to time, I'm going to be referring back to this um, because I talked about all of you guys, all of you guys that are listening right now. Um, I talked about how you listen. I get messages, I get emails, I get a lot of interaction. It's so, so wonderful. I said, actually, I've got quite a nice network of people that would like to make a difference, make a change, and and help other adopters. So, for future reference, I will be talking about this um, because it's something I'm really really excited about. Um, so the way that Adopter Voice works is the best way I've sort of found of thinking about it, and this may sort of resonate with some of you. Um, it's almost like being a school governor. So initially you're told, hey, you know what, it's it's going to be four meetings a year. This, as they tell you, they then sort of say it with a wry smile and let you know that that's a lie. You know that it's going to be more than that. So it turns out it's going to be sort of four to six official meetings a year. Then it's going to be um, some online forums. um, I think another sort of six of those. Um, that you don't have to attend all of those, but they ask if you can sort of support with those. And the idea of these sessions is, when the whole board meets, they meet and they think about and talk about the current issues facing adoption. And in our first meeting, we was told that the sort of the head of services was talking and said, "Hey, do you know what? I've actually got." A subject that I really need some information on so what we have to do at each of our meetings we have to come up with three um, questions that we are going to put to our networks and we are going to ask our networks these three questions which we can then build a report about take that to a regional meeting so as we're all kind of asking this same heading and coming back and feeding back and then we're going to come back and all share our sort of thoughts and feelings and feedback from all of our network that then gets presented to the head of adoption uk who then starts to hear what adopters are talking about what issues are being faced what struggles there are and they talk about what they can do about this Now, this initiative, I think, if if I remember correctly, it was set up by Edward Timpson. Um, So for those of you that might recognize the name, um, Timpson as in the locksmiths, um, the Timpson family were great advocates for adoption and fostering. Um, They've fostered, I'm gonna get the numbers wrong, but it's a lot of children over the years and they adopted I think it was two Um, I met his son um, a number of years ago and I'm pretty certain it was two children they adopted as well Um, and they, his son uh, was actually the children's minister at the time so um, and it was really really interesting now sort of a side note there with the Timpson family um, if you go into any Timpson's you will find books, free handout books on attachment, um, and they are attachment aware shops, which I think is really really cool um, but Edward Timpson um, was the one who set up the initiative of adopter's voice. He said you know it's it's irrelevant people who aren't in it, and people are at government level trying to come up with all of these things. We need to hear from adopters." We need to hear what they're saying, what their struggles are, so as we can help to make a difference. Now, of course, we're not going to change everything. And it's impossible to save everyone, help everyone. But actually, you can make some changes that will help some, many. And that's exciting. And I've always said, you know, if 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 I along my journey, if I just help one adoption go smoother or better or more enjoyable, then do you know what, that's a win. So this whole initiative and this whole idea really gets me excited because I feel like actually I can talk to my network and I can get those networks to talk to their networks, and we can feedback and we can feedback at a government level to actually support and invoke change. And I get excited about that as a prospect. Um, So some some may say that it's naivety. Do you know what? I'm okay with positive naivety. Um, And I'm okay believing that our network has the ability to make a difference. And if one person stands alone banging a drum, very few people hear them hundred people stand shoulder to shoulder, each banging a drum. We all start start to sound a little bit louder. And that, to me, is what doctor voice is. Um, the reason I'm sort of talking about this is several fold. Like I say, each meeting that we go to, we come up with three questions that we're going to ask our networks. I'm going to be, from this moment on, I'm going to be asking my network You guys, um, these questions, and I'm so so interested to hear your feedback. Um, I can do this sort of on social media, I can do this as an email format, you can come and attend sort of online forums. There's going to be so many options for you to be able to do that, which I think is going to be exciting. The other aspect of this is. They're sort of setting a lot of these regional adoption agencies up and a lot of these groups up and a lot more adoptive voices. And what I've noticed after just one meeting is more champions are needed. More people that don't necessarily have a network. Obviously, that's a great positive. If you've got a network, fantastic. But if you don't, but you have the capacity to speak to people and contact your local authority, your local agency, and actually say, hey, do you know what? I'd like to ask these questions. I'd like to get this feedback. Adopters are needed. And they, the adopters can be in so many different sort of parts of their journey. You would need to be an approved adopter. But thereafter that's that's the only sort of stipulation really, so it's something that I would like you all to think about um, I'd like you all to, to consider there is a shortfalling of people that can that are helping out, and those numbers need to improve so as we can all help make a difference it's It's no good sort of sitting back and saying that you know we wish things would change if we're not prepared to try and make those changes ourselves Um, that's my preachy bit no no that's just my uh, my sales pitch Um, so now comes the point where I'm going to be talking to you about the topic um, that we're sort of thinking about the topic was about virtual learning virtual activities um, virtual experiences so this question is to pre-approval approval approval, pre-placement post-placement it's about if you've accessed any form of training in the last 12 months where it's had to be virtual Um, now that can be prep training, it can be any other sort of training that your agency has provided. It could also be, once you've had your placement, have you then attended any webinars? So Adoption UK, um, have a mailing list, and if you're on that, you get told, that uh, like you can become a member of Adoption UK, um, and then you get told about certain web- webinars that are coming up, and you can attend those. Have you attended any of them? And we're just looking to find out how how the experience has been for people. So the three questions that our group come up with, um, spoiler alert, our three questions actually turns into four. But sh- <laughs> um, so our questions were, the question number one was, have you accessed any virtual activity in the last year? If no, why not? Is it because you didn't know it was available? Is it because you knew it was available, it just wasn't for you? Why? Why why didn't you access those things? Question number two, obviously considering that you have accessed them, how have you found them? Just a general overview of how you found each of these activities. And then the final question is, when do you want to get back to in-person activities and training? How eager are you to get back into the physical adoption communities? Um, now, what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be posting these three, four, free questions um, on on my pages um, and in the blog of this episode. And, you know, I'm going to be doing quite a bit on my social media, um, so watch out. But I would love to hear from you. Um, As you all know, throughout the entire experience, I've kept um, sort of our details quite anonymized i'm going to maintain that because actually i don't think it matters what region i'm in and you're in the the questions are still valid and the questions are still important so it doesn't really matter where you're from i'd really like to know because i've i've experienced my agencies um, training and seeing what that's been like, and I've talked to social workers about designing it, um, putting it together. You know, it's it, I've got my perspective, but I would love to hear yours. Um, so, so yeah, um, so that's that's today's episode actually. Um, it's you know, it's talking about. Uh, an exciting new chapter for me. Um, I've always wanted to find a, a new way to get even more entrenched within the adoption community. Um, this is this is the next step, which I'm really really excited about. Um, and I want to sort of I want to bring you on that journey too. So, if you find that there are topics, subjects, things that you would love for a sort of regional adopter's voice to discuss talk to me let me know um if you're finding that the subjects i'm bringing up here are of interest talk to me let me know (laughs) um don't worry you know, it's 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 not going to be a case of every every week this is going to be all about Adoption UK. But, you know, like I say, this is now the, the next step in my adoption journey and my adoption adventure. So I'm really excited about sharing that with you as well. And I will continue to update you on things that I'm hearing, things that I'm learning, um, and share with you my experiences as well. Because I think, you know, this is how we spread that word and this is how we get it out there. This is how we make a difference. So here's here's to change here's to bringing on more amazing things um making more incredible changes and and helping more adoptions go through helping more adopters to feel like they're a part of something bigger and helping more adoptees to find their forever families um so yeah that's today's episode thank you as always for for being a part of it um like I said I'm going to put those questions on the social media um, as always you can you can reach out to, to me on social media so um, Facebook and Instagram it's adoption Twitter is adoption Advent one and then email is adoptionadventures one two three at gmail.com um, Thank you for listening, and thank you in advance for your participation. I really, really appreciate it, and so does the wider adoption community. Um, you're amazing. Hi. Thanks. Thanks.